Hello, friends. Jim Nance of CBS Sports, and you're listening to The Shag Bag Show with my great friend, David Marzetti. Bag Show, live on the radio again for another Saturday morning, live from Del Monte. The oldest course, West the Mississippi, home of the Dukes Club and home of the Shag Bag Show for 19 years today. 19th anniversary uh, show today on the Shag Bag Show on Power Talk 1460 AM and 101 FM. It's Dave Marzetti, as always, slaving over a hot control board so you don't have to each and every Saturday morning for the sat- first Saturday of April, April 3rd now. It is show number 991 in a row and the 19th anniversary as we say uh, welcome to it and we say Buona Pasqua to all of you. Happy Easter weekend. Good morning to our two biggest fans, my lovely wife Terry and Puff the Wonder Dog high up on the hill on Via Gayuba. And good morning to Shagbaggers everywhere. See us at shagbagshow.com for more information or to get involved with the show. Love to have you for 19th year. Uh, June, uh, when is it? June, coming up on uh, June 5th, I think. Yeah, June 5th is the 1,000th show. And then uh, next April, we'll do uh, number 20. And then we we signed up to do another 20 after that, so get get ready. <laughs> I'll be trying to get on the old microphone. Oh, this the old DJ here. Yeah, trying to get on. Uh, I'm 150 years old. Yeah. Anyway, so we'll see what happens then. But anyway, got to get to 20, right? Absolutely. Big show on tap for us today. I'll brought to you by the Pebble Beach Company. Check out lodging, dining, golf specials online at pebblebeach.com. Del Monte Golf Course and Grill. We'll talk to Casey from the shop in a little while. Find out what's happening in the world of golf here at Del Monte Deuce Club and all that good stuff. Sandbar and Grill. Craigling's got it going on indoors. Fresh salads, steaks, seafoods. And... Uh, He's got a, a great menu and a great staff there to take good care of you indoors now. At the Sam, what a, what a concept. Silverware, plates, glasses, all that stuff. No to-go materials, unless you want it to go. You can get it to go. Call 373-2818 for reservations at the Sandbar. The Golf Mart Superstore. Talk to those guys in a little while. Find out what's happening in the world of golf retail. Monterey County Herald, every Friday, they post the guests for the Saturday Shag Bag Show. They did it again. I saw it. Carousel Candies. Elves team producing tons of homemade confections in their famous pink shop on the wharf. Left-hand side as you're walking down. Can't miss it. Taffy Puller in the window. And they ship worldwide from CarouselCandies.com. Carousel Candies just in time for Easter chocolate given. So check them out because they do it nice and fresh. No preservatives. Any of that kind of stuff. Uh, Clark A. Miller. He's teamed up with Ralph Gunther, Gunther Miller Law Group now. They've helped over 20,000 people with sound financial advice. They can help you, too. Your initial consultation with Clark is always free. Gunther Miller Law Group in Salinas, 783-3440. Golfguide.net for the player in you. Elab Communications did our website. They can do yours, too. Check ours out, shagbagshow.com. Jacob's Team Realty. Buying, selling, the join Jen. Walk you through it quickly, easily, lovingly there. The Monterey Peninsula is award-winning. Mother-daughter, real estate team. Jacob's Team Homes.com. Foolish Times, free, funny, fabulous. Pick one up, it'll make you smile. It's the Foolish Times. Express Employment Professionals. Paul Wyant's got his own uh, staffing company. And uh, he can help you out with staff, or he can help you out with a gig if you're looking for one. Express Employment Professionals, he's got his own radio show on the station. 1.30 every Saturday called What's the Plan? And his guest today is Susie Brusa, who runs the show at uh, Rancho Cielo. So that'll be a good show today at 1.30. Check out Paul and What's the Plan? Monterey Fish Company, South Tringala, is going to join us today. Find out what's happening in undersea world of Monterey Bay. And Monterey Regional Airport. Heard of it? 
Is that the name of it? Yeah, it is. Monterey Regional Airports. And uh, Alaska Airlines offers daily nonstop to and from Seattle, Tacoma. Some really low fares. Convenient, hassle-free experience. Flights connecting to points all over the world. Monterey Regional Airport. We'll find out more about them today as uh, part of our show. Show number 991, 19th anniversary show for April 3rd. Dave Marzetti and our special guest today. We've got, uh, of course, Derek Westover from the Golf Mart. We've got Casey from the shop next door. Sal Tringali, our Gumbadi from Monterey Fish. Gary Curcio joins us. He wears a whole bunch of different hats. He's got the big fedora on today. Watch out. It's dangerous. And uh, we'll be talking to him about, about the airport and the Monterey County Hospitality Association and some other some other stuff, too. And, of course, our, uh, our co-host, which we'll get to in a second. But first, want to mention that uh, we had a wonderful time out here yesterday. And thanks to uh, everybody out here at Del Monte for taking nice care of us as we... Went out there and whacked it around a little bit. It was myself and Mikey Murata and uh, his cousin Gary and Zoe Alexander from the Money Band. And we had a great time playing golf. It was a fun time at Del Monte. It's all green and lush out there. Very nice looking. Vince has got it uh, in tip-top shape. They they did the little punch and the greens, but they're rolling fine. They're rolling. They sanded them out and everything. They're rolling just fine. So... Uh, and Del Monte is, uh, it's, it's a funny thing because it's so packed, but it plays in four hours. So it's always, a, it's always a, a quick round for you, a good round for you. So, uh, give them a call, 373-2700, but we'll talk to Casey about availabilities, which there hasn't been much of lately. Uh, it's been packed. So we'll find out what's happening with him in just a little while, but, uh, yeah, that was good. And, uh, this past, uh, Thursday, uh, Terry and I drove over to Salinas and, uh, and got the first, uh, COVID shot. Well, <clears throat> it was my first. She got her first already, but it was my first. So, so halfway there. And, uh, the best thing about going over there is we stop at Wienerschnitzel, or Wienerschnitzel. So we, that's kind of a treat because there's not one over here. So that's something I look forward to. When, when going over to Salinas. Our co-host today on the 19th anniversary show. You know him, you love him, you can't live without him. Men want to be like him, women love him. He's the Capo di Tutti Capi. He's the mayor of Ocean Avenue. It's Rich Pepe. Great to be here again. Happy anniversary, Dave. You are the best, the one and only, the Thank voice, you. The Thank voice you. of Thank the Monterey you. Peninsula. Thank you. The Mater D, not the Mater D, what do they call it? The uh, whatever, the Thank extraordinaire. You. you are extraordinaire in every sense of the word. I appreciate it. Pat. Oh, it's, what, what an honor to be here. It. Hey, appreciate I made your cake, too. I know. I saw, I made you a nice I saw cake. that. Wait, wait, this cake you're going to want to take a bath in. is so freaking Is that right? Oh, my God. It's a beautiful cake. Chocolate cake with raspberry mousse. It's a shag bag. Chocolate ganache. <laughs> I shall. I spelled shag bag wrong, though. Everybody, I have to tell you. I saw there's an S on there. <laughs> anyway, it's great to be Boy, here. Hey, congratulations, first. really. 19 no, really. years. Show number nine nine one. Almost nine nine one. Almost. It's amazing. We got nine more to go for the thousand. I know. I'm so excited about that. I know. I hope we could be open more. You know, uh, have a nice little party outside here. Uh, have a few more just uh, guests and spectators, maybe. Maybe for the thousandth. Oh, that's your, that's your party, but uh, I'll cry if I want to. Yeah, <laughs> that's great to be here. Yeah, thanks. We got a nice little lineup today. We're gonna have some fun. Absolutely. So give us uh, give us a lowdown in, in uh, the village. It's got all the parklets up and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, Munchkin strong Land's doing and good. You know, the all the di- all clean. the different all the the different ones. By the way, there's a couple of those that are a little funky. Uh, I'm not saying they should all be uniform and all exactly the same, but some of them are very nice, and then there's a couple that are like, yeah, you know, you know. Well, you know, beauty's in the eye. Could have taken a lesson from yours. <laughs> What's that old saying? Beauty's in the eye of the beholder, you know, and everybody thinks their their own is the best and they're beautiful, you know. So, well, well who's gonna who's to judge, you know? But uh, God bless everybody, and uh, business is uh, pretty good. It's Easter week. And uh, things are going good in Carmel, you know. So you got uh, Little Napoli and Vesuvio both open and going. Yeah, everything's uh, going good. And you, and you have uh, Easter with with Easter coming up. You had you take reservations for Easter? Yes, or? yes, yeah? yes. Yeah, things are good. Town's very busy, but uh, you know we're very supportive of the village itself. Our, our mayor Dave Potter is doing a great job, and Chip Rarig, our administrator. We got a new forester. Uh, the beaches are clean. The trees are getting uh, trimmed. And we've got a little beautification, slowly but surely, going on. Little, you know, Carmel's a little war-torn, 
you know, with this uh, lowering of the budget. But uh, we're having to, you know, trim some uh, trim some fat. You know, put everybody on a diet here, right? And uh, and you know, beautify that town. So everybody's starting to say, let's let's join together. Let's sweep our sidewalks. Let's paint our buildings. You know, make this the uh, the little paradise that we like to call it. You know, right? It is the jewel of the West Coast. Let's face it, Carmel by the Sea. Right. As is the Bonnery Peninsula. We know that. So it's great to be here again, Dave. And I'm looking forward to some of your guests today. Like. Argo Body sitting right next to your life. I know, I know. He's here, Gary, Gary Curcio. Curcio. You gotta love him. So, how many Derviner schnitzels do you eat when you go to Derviner schnitzel? Well, you I can't only, I, get, I get two. I get Well, I get two. Well, I get uh, Terry only gets one because she's like a bird, you know. But I get, I get, uh, I get a, a chili dog, a chili dog with cheese, and a corn dog. This is what I generally get. Because the the basic hot dog uh, with just a little mustard, I could probably eat. <laughs> Five? You could be like, uh, yeah, you could be well, like, guy, like Joey yeah. Chestnut. Yeah, exactly. Uh, he's eat. a Sicilian, isn't he? Yeah, he's That's a Gombardi. That's what I thought. Yeah. You could eat like, uh, yeah, 60 in, uh, in 10 minutes, right? By the way, congratulations, Dave. Thank you. Fantastic. Uh, you know, uh, I've had the pleasure of being on many, and uh, it is uh, a great tribute that, you know, you've been able to uh, keep it hot and interesting every week, and even though you, you, you don't have your very, very close compadre next to you as you used to. Uh, Mr. Sam Salerno, you have uh, uh, gotten some. He's not, you haven't replaced him because he's not replaceable, but you do have some uh, great folks stepping in and rotating in and out. Uh, I, I've never been asked, but oh. That, that, oh. I, I understand. What? But, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> I think you were my co-host before, weren't you? No, but I. I what? You, you want to just save me for special occasions? I, That's I, what it I, is. I understand. That's what it is. I understand. <laughs> well, it's like Sinatra and Brando. You know, it's just two big cats that are hard to fill. You know, be in the same room. That's. Oh yeah, right. Yeah. Ah, okay, he's, all right. He's a big guy. Uh, he's a big dog. Sir. All right. But and by the way, if anybody has a chance of making not only. The, of course, you're going to make the first 20, but if anybody has a chance of making the second 20, it's you. I mean, look at him. He's Pep, only a right? kid. Look at him, Pep. I'm He's just getting going. Kid. That's look at right. him. That guy's uh, ageless. He's timeless. That's right. Oh, we can do 20 years standing on our heads. Yeah. Come on. Come on. So, uh, Gary, uh, thanks for being here today. Give us, uh, give us a little bit of your world. What's going on? Oh, obviously, there's uh, always balls in the air. There's certainly a lot going on right now. Good news uh, for hospitality uh, is that uh, we uh, uh, finally have some uh, guidance on maybe how we can try to start bringing some small groups in and doing those small groups indoors, uh, depending on what the tier we're in. Currently, we're in the red tier. And uh, so at the 15th of the month, we're going to be able to do uh, uh, small indoor groups uh, based on uh, the size of the, of the place, just like uh, the, the rust indoor seating, Pep, same kind of concept. But at least it's a start in being able to, like, for instance, uh, if you take a, a banquet room, maybe like uh, one of the banquet rooms at the Hyatt, uh, they could do a, a small wedding of, a, let's say, 100 people indoors finally. So it's some... It looks like some movement forward. The the big problem, our big concern in hospitality, is that we want to get into that next tier, that orange tier. To be able to do that, we have to get our numbers down and keep them down. And we were doing pretty well, but then last week we had a bump in the road. We went over, and then every time you go over, the three-week clock starts again. So what, what we're asking all of our members and, and all of the folks in hospitality, the way that we keep that number down and doable to bring us to the next level is we can't stop testing. we got to keep testing, even though most of, of the employees, for instance, they, they want, we want a shot. We don't want a testing. We want a shot. We want to get our shots, which is true. But it's, it's, it's not necessary that you, you, you still can be tested even if you've had your shot. I mean, I've had two. I get tested twice a week, not because I have to, but because I know my, my negative test is going to keep that number down. So uh, with our, along with the help of our good friend Mike Lapierre at the airport, uh, we have a, a drive-through testing site at the airport now in the south parking lot. 
Uh, it's right at the right. Once you get in the entrance, off to the right. You don't need a ticket to get in. You don't need to pay anything. Uh, it's drive-through. It's absolutely free, and it's 24-hour turnaround. And their hours are 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. seven days a week, except tomorrow, Easter Sunday, they are not going to be open tomorrow on Easter. But after that, it goes back to seven days a week, 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. And we're asking all of our our, uh, members to have uh, themselves and their employees go over there once a week, whether they've been shot or not, because we know that we we have a really good chance with our with our zip code of getting some negative tests in there to keep us where we need to be so we're asking everybody we we need everybody's help on this this is what can get us pushed into that next tier and that's the one that really makes a difference once you get into that yellow tier uh, uh you can have uh, the bar at the hyatt can be open the bar your bar can be open yes. with no food if you wanted to and peppy and uh that's where we want to be. So that's pretty much what's going on in hospitality. The uh, other thing is uh, uh, Dave serves on our golf committee. And, uh, boy, we, he started on that committee a few years ago, and we've made a real monster out of him. That's right. Huh? I mean, holy Absolutely. moly. I mean, but uh, uh, we have a few spots open uh, that, that if you'd like to play in the tournament, it's pretty close to full but i would say if you're interested in playing and you get onto the website by maybe wednesday you can still have a couple of slots in there and there's uh, individual slots 175 dollars a player the golf tournament is april 27th tuesday at laguna seca golf ranch uh we, we we have to have the same uh format that we had last time around still not allowing shotguns so they're going to be consecutive times but last time it worked out really well people can play when they want to play and uh it worked out extremely well. So please, if, if you're interested, get on the website and uh, uh, get those few remaining remaining starting times. The other thing, and I, I have to give Dave a big piece of the credit on this one, is our, our box raffle this year is, I think, one of the best, we've, if not the best, we've ever had. And uh, that's going to be set up. It's going to be all online. And I think we're going to have that up and running by Wednesday. And please get on that website, uh, all of your audience. We ask them to get on uh, mcha.net. Check out those boxes because, let me tell you, uh, thanks to Pepe and many, many others that Dave mm-hmm. has gone out to and with his hat in hand and gotten uh, dinners and there's fabulous packages on there Absolutely. there's fabulous golf packages on there yes. wine yes uh there's one on there that that uh it, it's a night at Spanish Bay dinner at Pepeli's. uh Bernardus has one on there one night at Bernardus and uh, breakfast the next morning in, in Bernardus yes. great stuff take a look at it and uh, as you all know uh now more than ever we need to keep MCHA vibrant and uh, able to uh, keep uh, watching out for our 250 members. And the uh, uh, at one time, the, these 250 employed about 27,000 hospitality oh professionals. And I'm unfortunately, somewhere between uh, 17 and 18,000 were laid off. And we want to get as many of them as we can uh, back to work as soon as possible. So is hospitality the number one employer on the Monterey Peninsula or, or Salinas County or agriculture? It's the second largest employer in the county. It's the number one employer on the Monterey Peninsula. Ag is the number one employer on the county. In the county, okay. by by far, of course. But MCHA knows our members uh, with, without without those hospitality members like Rich and uh, many many others. We couldn't continue to do the work that we do. So, uh, please. Uh, and, and speaking of the work that you do, give everyone who doesn't know there's a little bit about the Monterey County Hospitality Association. About what we do? Yeah. So obviously, the we're a trade association, and we advocate for the, for the members. And where it where it makes the biggest difference, I've always thought, is with our small members uh, that don't have an HR department, don't have uh, legal help all the time, that we can get out there and represent them uh, in issues that are are are, are of importance to the hospitality industry. And uh, I, I'm going to 
mention one of those issues. I, we won't get into the detail because we've got it'll take too much time. But uh, one of those such issues is coming up at the Board of Supervisors meeting this coming Tuesday, uh, and uh, they're going to be looking at a uh, retention ordinance that has been drafted, and it, it requires very strict guidelines of the hosp uh, the uh, hotels and restaurants rehiring their employees in a very specific manner. It could be very, very harmful uh, to our employers. So please, uh, take a, please make note of that. That's the most important stuff going on now, Dave. So the, uh, the, who, who are the members of the Monterey County Hospitality Association? Who joins that? What? Well, mostly it's hospitality businesses. But we also have others that join. Uh, there's certain some, uh, there's, uh, we have, uh, some, uh, uh, consulting folks that, that work for hospitality that are members. Uh, the chambers, various chambers are members. Uh, Monterey Peninsula Chamber is a member sure. of, of the, uh, MCHA. So it's, it's, and it is limited to businesses in Monterey County because we are advocating for the businesses in Monterey County. But it, not, mostly, I would say, 95% of the membership is made up of restaurants and hotels and motels. And I'm a proud member myself. Yes, you are. And, uh, you know, it's a good resource uh, for many things, that, questions that, you know, small operators like myself might have. And you guys stay in touch really well, and you have a great uh, director and a board. And the volunteer work that you all, that most of you all do is extraordinary. Well, the you know, we are in times right now, and I think Pep would agree with me, I, I personally have never seen anything like this ever. That, the, that what we've been experiencing over the last year is mind-boggling when you think about it, and the the uh, pressure and the the uh, the stress put on the, of course everyone, but uh, hospitality without a doubt was the hardest-hit industry of the pandemic all over the country, not just here, and uh, but but it's I'm always so impressed of the generosity of people in hospitality. They want to help, and they step up. and And folks like like Rich Peppy and many many others are so good to their employees. It is their employees are so important to them. That's what makes their businesses click. That's what give, allows them to give the service that that they do. And they they are generous. And uh, even in these times, I mean, the, I was telling our golf committee yesterday. It's it's a it's wonderful that our golf tournament is looking so successful in the amount of sponsorships and things in in these hard times. When I, I it amazes me that that these these business owners know we know how stressed they are and they step up anyway because they know that 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 any of those monies raised is going to be going back into the industry and trying to help uh, all of the hospitality employees. Absolutely. Well, thanks for that compliment, but uh, I would concur with. Uh, what you just said, all these small operators, and some of us, you know, some, some operators are bigger, like the Shakes and Kevin Phillips and the Balustreris and Catinos of the world and world and the Vandersloot says three restaurants now, you know, they bought Tony Tolan's place. Uh, we all employ hundreds of people. And those people are the backbone of, of our business. We can't do it without them. They run the show. You know, we, we may be calling the plays, but they're the players on the field and they're so important. And, and, and that's one of the things that's so, so irritating about this proposed ordinance that's coming up. I mean, they, they, we, you, you employers already value your employees and care for them to the best of your ability to care for them and only you know what's best for your business and 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 you, most most of the businesses are bringing back as many people as they can bring back uh most of the of the places in Pepe was telling me this before we started this morning it's hard to find enough help right now and it's it, it it's true in in the hotels as well as the restaurants. So the, the the operators don't need any additional baggage or or control over how to get their employees back to work. They know how to get them back to work, and they want them back to work. Yeah, just go just go look at the want ads, whether it's Craigslist or the other sites that uh, we're posting on. Everybody's looking for employees right now. Absolutely. It's a tricky yeah. one. Yeah, it is. Uh, this Monterey County Hospitality Association golf event that we stage every year 
It's uh, called the Nick Lombardo. It sure is. And it's the Nick your, Lombardo Memorial. And that's and, your and, cousin. Uh, he was, and my mentor. And uh, give us a little bit about Nick. Well, I think that, uh, you know, as, as uh, <laughs> those of us that have been around this peninsula for tw- 25, 30 years, uh, we're very uh, aware of, of Nick's accomplishments, not only in the golf world, but in the hospitality world as well. And we have so many new young people now that are, that are part of all of this, and some of the general managers of the hotels are uh, young and new and, and really have no idea who uh, Nick Lombardo uh, was. And, and, and uh, every year uh, when we have our dinner, uh, we, uh, as you know, we're, which we're not going to be able to do this year, we always, I, I get up and try Try to do maybe just a minute of who, how it was, because Nick started the golf tournament for MCHA. Right, right. He and Phil Lombardi, who was the general manager of Hyatt at the time, uh, MCHA was in financial trouble. Uh, it looked very questionable whether it could make it or not. And Nick was, and Dave, you knew him very well, and and he was very, very fond of you, by the way. And that's the honest Thank of God's you. truth. Yeah. And uh, he was a doer. And he said, okay, we're not going to let this happen. Uh, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to give Rancho Kenyatta one day. Not going to charge anything. And, and, and then he said, my good friend Phil Lombard, Lombardi is going to do the dinner. That was before he ever asked Phil Lombardi. If, <laughs> of course. If he would do the dinner. Course. And he said, and all 100% of the money that's taken in is going to go into MCHA so we can keep this thing going and keep doing the work that we that we do. So for the first four years of the golf tournament, that's exactly what he did. That's amazing. And, and of course, you know, as we had 36 holes at Rancho Cañada, so it wasn't as hard as it would be on someone like Del Monte who has, has 18 holes. But for four years, uh, both Hyatt and, and Rancho Cañada one hundred percent sponsored that golf tournament right and that brought mcha back onto its feet so uh... you 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 know dave you and i could go on forever with nick lombardo stories but he was he was really amazing and uh... you talk about a generous person uh... some of the things that he did no one knew about and that's the way he wanted it i remember uh... uh, one uh... quick story completely right legit was uh, uh, three or f- uh, three or Easter week, uh, I got a call from him, and he said, hey, he said, uh, I-, I want you to-, to go over to Safeway, and I- he goes, buy a hundred turkeys and a hundred hams, and he says, just buy a bunch of groceries, <laughs> load up your car. He said, and take them over to Salvation Army and let them use them any way they want for, for their Thanksgiving or for their Easter dinner. And uh, he said, keep everybody's name out of it. So that's exactly what I did. And uh, that was just an example of the kind of things that he that's did. That's amazing. Yep. Yep. Yeah, he was an amazing guy, and I, I would love—I would love, as you know—it uh, will depend on how much time you had when you saw Nick walking through the parking lot. If you wanted to to stop and say hi to him or not, because if if you were be, you were be committed, what you wish for, you were committed. If you're going to stop and say hi to right. him for about a half hour anyway, nice little chats. But he'd have me in his office every now and then and talk talk to me, and uh, he gave me a number of books, um, including uh, The Prince and the Machiavelli. Machiavelli, yeah. yeah. He gave me a book also, The Italians by oh, Luigi Barzini. Yeah, that gave me that one beautiful. too. Yeah. He did? Yeah. Beautiful yeah. book. What a, what a, mm-hmm. So, uh, Peppy, I don't know if you know this, but but uh, Nick ran uh, Clint Eastwood's mayoral campaign. Oh, no, I did not know that. He did. And uh, Nick would go, uh, Clint would go into Rancho Cañada late in the afternoon because, uh, Dave, you know Clint, and he's very, uh, he doesn't want any attention. You know, he's just, he just wants to be another guy. And he'd go in late because by that time most of the office girls were gone and, and he would meet, he and Nick would meet in, in his office about 4.30, 5 o'clock. And so they, we had about maybe uh, six ladies that worked in the offices at, at Rancho Cañada. And one of them figured it out that Clint was showing up at 4.30, 5 o'clock when everybody was gone. So she passed the word around. And one of the meetings that they had, for some reason, all of the girls ended up still being in the yeah, office. Yeah. Uh, and uh, 
but uh, he uh, that that's how much Clint respected Nick's opinion. And, and, and uh, as as you know, we uh, he was elected and uh, served a term, and the rest is history. Yeah, and he's not still the mayor anymore. He's not running the show behind the scenes. Ah, uh, you would know all about that. I, I'm, <laughs> no, not, I'm not in no, I'm not in the inner circle over in Carmel <laughs> like you are, Pep. You know, and you talk about. These gentlemen, you know, of, uh, Nick Lombardo and Clint Eastwood and all these m- amazing figures that guys like us got to touch and get to know. It's really an extraordinary world we live in right here in Monterey County. It sure is. It's it's. Uh, and by the way, uh, this show has been a big part of that over the years. I mean, you've been there. Oh, yeah. All of the pro-ams and U.S. Opens and live stuff right from Pebble Beach. Fantastic. Great yeah. memories for you, Dave. Yeah, all, all, you know, the, all the way, 100%. Absolutely. And, you know, you, you touch on the topic when you talk about Nick, you know, and the giving, and the givingness. I don't even know if that's mm-hmm. a word of these people on the Monterey Peninsula. I don't know. I mean, I don't know the whole world, but everybody, everybody is so generous here. Just not like only with just, their, with their, maybe they have a few extra bucks they donate to something. But with their time, even like you said about Nick, how busy could this man have been? But you're right. If you stop and say hello, he's going to give you a half hour of wisdom, right? That you're going to learn something from these guys. And I, I know I appreciate that so much when I encounter some of these people on the Monterey Peninsula, and I just have to learn from them. Plus, where else are you going to learn from? So you, you learn by listening, right? Yeah, and 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 you did listen. And, and by the way. When you were listening, you better be paying attention. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so one fast story, Nick story. Uh, Tony Lombardo was our uh, counselor for all of the golf courses. And uh, I, one time they were at a meeting at Rancho Cunada, and uh, Nick had, it might have been on the subdivision. I can't remember exactly what it was. It doesn't matter. But uh, Nick had several people in the conference room, and Tony was there. And uh Tony was supposed to be doing a brief on whatever this project was, and and of course Nick, being Nick, began his uh, instruction mm-hmm. and uh, talking about different things, and he was sure. going on and on and on, and finally Tony said, "Dad," he said, "you know, I make X a minute," <laughs> and he said, "I'm fine with sitting here and having you tell us these stories," but he said. Keep in mind, I am on the clock, and it's, I'm not going to tell you guys the number, but it was big. X per minute. Wow. <laughs> and and, uh, and uh, give everyone a little insight about, of course, uh, Nick, famous for Rancho Cunada. But uh, there, was, uh, there was a time where he almost got Del Monte. He did. Ha- he had Del Monte. Oh, he had Del Monte. Yeah, he had a. I believe it was a. It was a very short lease when he first came. To, that's how he came to the peninsula. Uh, he had the management contract here at Del Monte for I think it was three years. It was a really short, short contract. And because he had just built Fig Garden Golf Course in Fresno, and got this offer possibility over here, and he always wanted to be here. You know, just like so many people got here because this is where they wanted to be, and. Uh, he did. He ran Del Monte for three years, uh, and uh, I believe he wa- wanted another five years extension on the lease, and for whatever reason, it didn't work out. And he told me, Gary, that's the best thing that ever happened to me, because then I made up my mind to build Rancho Cunada. And that's what happened. Mm-hmm. So uh, had he been extended and stayed longer, he might not have, have, have made that move. Uh, and uh, at the same time Rancho was being built, Laguna Seca was being built by the McIntosh family. We ended up leasing long-term, as you know, Laguna for, for many, many, many years, just recently sold what we had left to Corsco. But anyway, uh, when Nick decided to build Rancho, he had a meeting with Leonard McIntosh, who was building Rancho Cunada. And he said, Leonard, he goes, you know, I'm just getting ready. We're going to break ground here at Rancho Cunada, 36 holes. Blah, 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 blah. And uh, he said, uh, what's your time frame uh, that you're going to be opening uh, Laguna Seca? And I don't recall exactly what it was. I think it was like 1974 or something like that, and probably 75, 74. And, and Leonard told him. And Nick said, well, Leonard, he said, I, I want to just give you a small piece of advice. And Leonard, what's that, Nick? 
he said, well, I'm going to open 36 holes, and this is a really bad time for you to be opening 18. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, wow. What a guy. Uh, he was an icon for sure. He was. And, and a proud Italian. Yes. Oh, my God. Uh, one of the, proud, one one of the, the original Paisanos. Right. Uh, Dave, do you remember the couple of Paisano uh, AT&T dinners, uh, Crosby dinners we had at uh, Rancho Cañada? No. We, that was be right before me. We so we had we, we had a few at ran, at Rancho, uh -huh. and in those days it was way different than it is now. Uh, Phil Harris was the MC. Sure, and uh, he and in those days many of the golfers would show up because they didn't have all these other parties going on. Exactly. Like, yeah. And uh, uh, Phil Harris would would be up there on stage, and he he was usually scheduled to do maybe five minutes. And but you know you know Phil he would start drinking when he got there and sure. he, would keep, he had a cocktail in his hand up sure. on the stage, and he would stay up there and keep everybody laughing as long as we wanted him to stay up oh, there, wow. and uh, great great times. I bet that was that. I wish I could have been there before my time too. Uh, to uh, to appease everyone listening who doesn't understand the entire. Rancho, what happened at Rancho Cañada? Can you can you give it to us in 30 seconds or so? Sure. Well, sure. People say, what happened to Rancho yeah, Cañada? Yeah, I want to know. And they, and I'm I, like, I, I don't, I can't really give you the right answer. I hear all the time, boy, we re we really miss Rancho Cañada. We really miss it. We we wish that 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 you was. So the short version is this: our land lease on. Part of the golf course because uh, some of the, the parcel was chopped up. Some we owned uh, in fee, and a big portion of it was owned by the Hatton family. And that part of that portion was where the clubhouse was located. So we were coming to the end of the lease, and we went into negotiations way far ahead of when the end was near, but started negotiating way, way more than a year in advance to try to get an extension and, and get it, keep it going. Because as you know. Uh, Nick was also involved with with the housing project on the West Course that he was now is now is owned by Carmel Development, which is uh, Clint and Alan. Yes, uh, what is it, Williams? Yes, Alan Williams. So we made no progress in getting an extension. Mm -hmm. So Nick passed away. And the opportunity came that the uh, California Parks District was interested in the property. And the, uh, there, there was a, the big upside was that we would be able to save 300 acre feet of water a year by not irrigating the golf courses. So Tony Lombardo negotiated a, an agreement where they bought the uh, Rancho Cañada partnership out. And uh, that's how we came to be where we are right now and uh, you know candidly before the uh, COVID thing no in day probably you know this that no golf course really needed 36 holes sure at that time sure we just couldn't keep them full uh, so uh, it was really much easier to make the decision uh, based on the, uh, the the idea that the sub the potential subdivision and the really no need to no need to do to do 36 holes. So, but we would have been very happy with ending up with 18 holes over there. And they were the plan was, and, and Clint and Nick were on the same page. We're going to do a fantastic 18-hole golf course, and it would have been plenty. This 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 uh, boom that we're, this golf boom that we're in now. I mean, God bless. It's been it's been fantastic. But you know, I've been around this game 40 years now, and I'm telling you. This is temporary. When people get their lives back, when people are able to, by the way, that, that we're going to be really happy, Pep, you and I, because we're going to be so, these places are going to be so busy once, once the, we get back to whatever the new normal is, the pent-up demand is unbelievable. Yeah. You see it already. You know what the place sure. looks like on the Certainly. weekend. And so people are going to travel. They've been saved. A lot of people have saved money during this thing because they're not going out as much. The travel industry is going to boom. Hospitality is going to boom. But I can tell you the golf courses are not going to be able to keep the numbers up that they've got today. Hmm. 
I think you're right. But it may be still strong. Oh, it's going to be good. It's because always, people want the no, outdoor I mean, activities. Yeah, so I'm, let's hope I'm working. You know, as, as you know, Pepe, I think it's an old Italian saying, you know, I'm, I'm crying with a loaf of bread under each arm. Oh, yeah. You know, and uh, so, it, of course, it'll, it'll, it'll be good. But it, it hasn't been good in this past year. It's been great. Yeah. Yeah. And then pretty, like you said, when people get everything back together again for their lives, they're going to have other things to do. There, there, there's, there's no <laughs> doubt. just play golf. A, a, yeah. a good friend of mine that I had lunch with yesterday is a golfer. He lives in SoCal. And uh, he's, a, he's a pretty decent player. I think he's a, a, about a 7.8 index. And uh, he said, he's like, you know, he says, I drove over to Bayonet this earlier in the week. And he said, I, I love those golf courses. And he said, I, I, want, I figured, you know, I'm going to buy a membership. Whatever, whatever we, you know, I'm, I'm, it's a little bit of a drive, but so what? I want to uh, uh, buy a membership. He said, Gary, I walked into the pro shop. The guy told me, we don't have any right now. <laughs> wow, wasn't that something? He said, what? What? He was, <laughs> yes, he said, we're sold out. No, 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 so no, said, no, no, no. Wow, he said, that's oh, great. He said, that's man. interesting. And the, the pro told him, he said, well, he said, give me your contact information, and if we happen to open up again, we'll, uh, we'll give you a, send you an email or a text. I got news for that guy. They are going to open up again. <laughs> wow. That's amazing. And, of course, uh, tell us, tell us uh, everybody, about uh, your involvement with uh, Seascape. Yeah, uh, a, a very close friend of mine. Which Mark, I haven't played yet, but... Kind of waiting for that. A very close friend of mine, uh, Nick Lam- uh, geez, you, 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 Maybe your twentieth year. You on me, Gabe. <laughs> maybe for your twentieth. A, a very, a very close friend of mine, uh, Mark Holcomb, uh, was one of the new owners. It was, it was sold and purchased early uh, twenty nineteen, and he and a, another really wonderful man, Bob Rodino from Aptos, put a partnership together and bought Seascape Golf Course, and. Uh, when they were going through their due diligence, Mark, uh, who also owns Seascape Resort. By the way, I don't know, Dave, did you know that Mark Holcomb passed away? Did not. Yeah, uh, about uh, in December. Wow. So he had asked me to do some research for them to see how it penciled out, and, and I agreed to do that for him. And uh, I said, don't be surprised after you tell me to look at those financials. Don't be surprised if I pick up the phone and tell you to run as fast as you can in the opposite direction. <laughs> but that was not the case. The financials were very doable, very impressive. So they ended up buying the golf course. And uh, I thought I would be finished at that point, but both Bob and Mark asked me to hang on and stay a bit. So Mark Holcomb and I formed a a separate management company to look over the day-to-day over there. And uh, it was a a, uh, uh, three-year agreement that is, ends uh, the end of this year, and it'll probably be, uh, I'll probably step back at that point, because, again, I the only reason I got involved was for Mark and his family, So, and I agreed uh, with Kay Holcomb that I would stay in for the rest of the agreement, so that's what I'll do. But you talk about busy. Holy mackerel. You you get on their website. Of course, now they have 225 members, but you get on that website, and if you're not on there at the crack of dawn, you're not going to get a starting time, and it is busy, busy. It's 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 terrific. It's very, very good. Of course, the big the big problem there is they're a big wedding party facility, and they have had their their banquet room closed. We've had the banquet room closed for a year now. So, but uh, unbelievable. So that's the story about Seascape. All right. So uh, I think did we get it all covered. Oh we get it all, and you didn't you didn't answer, ask any questions. Well, I, got, I only have one. You know, I'm thinking about. I'm looking over here at this beautiful golf course, and I I struggle with taking care of a couple hundred square foot lawn. You always told me what it costs to water these uh, facilities and the, maintain the greens. I mean, how much water does a golf course use every it, month? It, it depends week? on the size of the property. In other words, uh, and, and it depends on how much water you're basically allowed to use. And when, when water is scarce like it is now, you'll see many golf courses uh, watering only areas in play and in the greens. But let's take uh, Laguna Seca Golf Ranch for an example because that's the one I know the numbers the best on. Uh, the the, the uh, uh, wells on Laguna Seca pump from the seaside aquifer. And many years ago, we had a adjudication that was very, very expensive, and they, uh, Laguna Seca was allotted uh, 300 acre feet of water per year. 
And uh, so that was in perpetuity. So that's the amount of water that Laguna Seca could use. Uh, it probably it, it never uses 300 acre feet a year. They probably closer to 160, uh, uh, 200 at the very most per year. And uh, to give you an idea about acre feet of water, because it doesn't mean much to yes. people that really don't know, let's say that uh, uh, you had uh, 4,000 acre feet of water. That would be enough water to take care of 4,000 families on the Waterway Peninsula for one year. That puts it in perspective, yeah. Extraordinary amount. Wow, that's amazing. Hey, uh, let me butt in real quick because we got Sal Tringali on the phone. He oh, can't wonderful. make it over here today because he's too busy. Say hi. Everybody say hi to Sal. Hi, hey, Sal. Hey, goodbye. I miss you guys. What's happening? Why, you can't, why, why, why can't you come over here? What's the matter? This town, right now, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's uh, Easter break, and people are just eating seafood like crazy, okay. staying healthy, <laughs> and the restaurants are, are uh, everybody's busy. And um, it's it's unbelievable. It's like summertime over here. Okay. So what do you got for us? What do you got? What do you got in stock? You know, we got beautiful rock cod, beautiful petrolli. I got all the shellfish. You want to make a little chipino? Um, uh, we have beautiful swordfish. I got limited on crabs. Our crab season is coming to an end, and I do have a few crabs on hand and uh, live and cooked. And uh, we have beautiful scallops from the east coast. I got sushi grade tuna. We need a little raw tuna. Um, we're, like I said, we're, we're, we're jam packed with fish. I was expecting a big week, and it's happened. But we ordered heavy, and we're ready. We're ready for the crowds. All right, three seven five thirty five eleven. Call ahead, and uh, of course, always a, a wonderful, uh, wonderful experience. It's Monterey Fish Company at the end of Wharf Two. Free parking and a great staff down there. And bring your mask. Uh, um, we're letting two customers in at a time. Social distancing, staying healthy. All right. All right, Paisan. Thanks very hey, much. Happy anniversary. All right. Appreciate you. Thanks. All right. All right. There he goes, Sal Tringali from uh, Monterey Fish Company on the Shagbag Show on Power Talk 1460 AM and 101 FM for Saturday morning, the 19th anniversary show of the Shagbag Show number 991. And Casey from the shop next door. Good morning. How's everybody? Case. What's Something going good? on, brother? Another busy day. Another, on our hands. another one. Rock until I think about four, four thirty today. So, <laughs> Gary, can you imagine? They're taking tea times until four thirty. I can't imagine. Oh, it's no. a beautiful thing. It's uh, it, music it's to been, our ears. Yeah, it's been it's been really nice. Um, the, the the weather's here. The golf course is in great shape. Greens are healing up. Uh, something we finished last week. Um, can, so, I'll so, tell you, we played out here yesterday, as I mentioned earlier, and I was on number. Uh, was on number four, yes. which is the par three, yes. and uh, hit it uh, over by the bunker on the right in the rough, chipped up on the green, hits the stick, hits the the thing in the yeah. the thing in the bottom and pops up. Eh, call it two and a half. <laughs> <laughs> it hit the thing in the bottom yeah. and popped right back up. <laughs> that was so funny. Um, yeah, I mean the, the the weather's been great. The the course is great. Duke members are coming out. Um, it, you know, if you're looking for Duke membership information, you go to the Pell Beach website. Um, but uh, you know, the main thing we've been saying it I think every week is to to make plans, call ahead, um, take advantage of your booking window, uh, use the 30 days, put something on the book so you have it. Um, if you don't need it, call us back and you know and release it. Um, but uh, we've been Things are booking up. It's hard to get a last-minute tea time. Um, so uh, you know, call us here at the shop, 373-2700. Uh, we can give you information about the Dukes Club. You can go to the Pell Beach website for information about the Dukes Club. Um, but discounted fees at Spy, discounted green fees at Spanish Bay, um, and then any promotions that come up. So our newsletter goes out to the members, and, and we, we keep, them, uh, keep them up to speed on all the info. So. All right. Okay. So tea, uh, what about tea times tomorrow? Tea times tomorrow is open. Um, so Easter you know, would be a good one, Easter's huh? Easter a good one to come out. Uh, it's actually quite open. So if you're looking to, to come out here and find a day where it's right. kind of light, yep. um, yeah, t- tomorrow would be a good day. So All right. um, give us a buzz. 
All right. All right. Thanks, Case. Gentlemen, we'll see you soon. All right. Okay. Appreciate Happy you. Easter, Casey. Thank you. All right. Uh, Shagbag Show and Power Talk, 1460 AM and 101 FM for Saturday morning. It's Dave Marzetti, our co-host, Rich Pepe. Gary Curcio is still hanging out with us this morning. Thanks, Gary. I want a piece and of that cake. We're going oh, yeah. to do that. And we got Derek Westover in the Golf Mart Superstore. Derek. Good morning. How are we doing today? Good. How are you doing, man? Doing well. Thank you. I just want to take a little time this morning while I got you. I appreciate you having me on, by the way. Um, just to talk about our trading program a little bit that we have here. So for a lot of you uh, players out there that have sticks that are just collecting dust in the garage or the closet or and you're not hitting them anymore, feel free to yank them out and, uh, and dust them off, see what you got, and bring them on down, and we can try to give you some value for them. We have a trade-in value list, uh, and then from there we can just give you the value, and you can go ahead and decide if you want to bite. If you do, you can use that credit towards anything in the store, uh, apparel, balls, clubs, whatever it is, tickles your fancy. Um, other than that, I just wanted to kind of talk about some promos that are going to be ending here on the 12th uh, inside of uh, rangefinders and GPSs. The Bushnell Pro XE rangefinder was 499, or now 499 down from 549. Excuse me. Uh, the Bushnell Phantom GPS was 129 down to 99, um, and then you're going to see a lot more uh, value inside of Callaway and Nikon in the same kind of uh, discounts as, as far as like 30 to 50 dollars. So a lot of good stuff there to come down and check out. Um, we also have the Sky Caddy SX500, which is a really good unit, and that's uh, 349 down from 399. So that's all good stuff. Um, we do also have one other launch monitor that's going to be going on sale uh, as of today, um, and that's the the Rapsodo. And we do have three of those in stock as we speak. Um, was 499 down to 4 24.99, so saving 75 bucks there. So tons of value built into that. Um, other than that, uh, let me see here. We have some other launches. So we're still com- coming to the end of the launch season here. So uh, as far as April goes, we're going to have Cobra's going to have a limited edition majors driver that they're going to do. And some folks might have seen this on uh, the Golf Channel, but this is a pretty cool driver, kind of a collector's item. Uh, we're also going to see TaylorMade's going to be dropping a bunch of stuff, probably the mo- uh, most out of anybody. There's Spider-S and Spider-SR with True Path putters are going to be coming out. So the Spiders have done really, really well over the past couple of years. I think a lot of people out there know that. So uh, we'll be uh, dropping those here on the 9th. Um, and then we'll also see TP5, TP5X Yellow, uh, and their Pix balls, which are balls with logos on them to make them super easy to see. So lots of good stuff out there coming uh, coming down the pipeline. Um, and then just as far as Easter goes, we will be closed. So feel free to get out there and play some golf. Uh, we just hate for you to stop by and, and let's not be here to help you out. So just so everybody out there does know, we will be shut down on Easter. And we do hope everybody has a great time with their families and hopefully gets out and play some golf. Absolutely. Uh, and give us the hours. Uh, we're going to be 9 to 7 still Monday through Friday, and then obviously close this Sunday, but moving forward after that, 10 to 5 on Sundays. All right. Thanks, Derek. All right. You guys take care. All right. You too. Appreciate you. Derek Westover from the Gulf Mart Superstore 2040 Fremont Boulevard in Seaside, you know, 583-1000 for everything golf. They cannot be undersold. Uh, I just want to say hi real quick to a couple of people who texted in this morning. Some congratulations for our 19th anniversary. Sam Jepson from, uh, he was at Monterey Pines for so long, just retired. So, uh. Christian played yesterday. Yeah? Yeah, he had a great time. And, uh, Mary Warburton Boland, of course, our good friend. Uh, text in some congratulations. Of course, Shane Dahlman, who's with us last Saturday of every month, wishing a uh, happy 19th. So we appreciate everybody for for the support. What can I say? It's been Fantastic. it's been happy, a great 19 years. Happy anniversary. We're going to sing a little song afterwards. A Masters Week, Dave. Masters Week starting. The tournament starts That's right. Thursday. That's right. <laughs> That's 